104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Yet another example of when a compliment may become a bit of a backhanded insult. We've like talk, a, it's one of our favourite topics on the show, I it think. It is. I don't mean to be offensive, but... Yeah, oh, but this, I think it was genuinely just a, supposed to be a nice compliment to be thrown out there, and the person has called them out. Oh, and this, yes! And this has all happened in my friend's Instagram. Heaven. So one of my friends, when I say one of my, is it all your friends in Europe right now? Yes! Oh, God. And engaged? Yeah, it's just every time you open your phone, you're like, I get it. I yeah, get I know. it. It's because um, it's summer in Europe. That's why. Yeah. So there's a picture of this girl, and she, uh, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe her as a bigger girl, but she's just. You wouldn't also describe her as a, a thinner girl. She, I would honestly say she's just a standard body Person. size. Right. I know there's no such thing, but whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so someone right, and they're in a, they're in like the Hungarian day baths or some really fancy mm-hmm. pool, and you know they have those kind of weird things over Heaven. there. And she's wearing a, awesome. a bikini or yeah. whatever, and she's got a photo, and she's like, oh, here I am at the Hungarian baths or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this oh, I girl, can already see where this is going. Yeah. This girl writes, this other like a female friend writes, oh, I just love your confidence. <gasps> Mm. Yep. <laughs> and I just went like you know the like oh the cringe it's, but what all, it's laced with is yeah. just like but also mm. it was half cringe but half like you know that meme where Michael Jackson has the popcorn at the cinema yeah. and they just like <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah. to see the comments yes. so I've just gone oh god I am so anyway and the girls have a none of it yeah. so she just writes back and goes oh so how come when Stevie posts pictures it's hashtag goals but when it's me it's oh I love your confidence like what are you what are you trying to say there I love that and then again uh, now it's not just me with the popcorn it's like our whole friendship group's like she did did she reply she did she said this is like this is the best story yeah well I was going to say this is like crack and then I thought that's probably inappropriate but then I said it anyway yeah but here we are Um, she just writes, um, oh, no, I I didn't mean to be offensive. Mm-mm. And that's when you go, well. Here we are. That's almost an admission of guilt right there. Totally. I just thought you were looking great and wanted to share some positive vibes with you. And then she puts on the end, hashtag goals. Nope. Just like she said, why nope. don't you do it with the other thin nope. girl? Oh, God. And then, and I, and again, it's hard to judge tone on social media. I know, and that's the thing. And in so any the, text. Yeah, so the girl who posted the photo sort of sees that reply and just writes, thanks. Yeah, nice. And that's it. No, I think just thanks. People do that all the time, though. They do things like that. I like your confidence. Yeah, or just like, good on you for being brave enough to do that. And you're you like, are brave. Yeah, and you're like, I'm just wearing an outfit. But yeah, if it's someone's like teenier, they don't get those comments. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, and uh, well... Rest in peace, their friendship. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 13.10.60, sleep injuries. Yeah, I got elbowed in the face the other night. My boyfriend sort of, I don't know if he was rolling over. I don't even know what he was doing, to be completely honest, but I copped a real big <clears throat> elbow in the face. Bang. And I was dead asleep and it woke me up and it really hurt. And it took a couple of days to go down and I was just like, I wonder if anybody else has been in this situation. All it right. just felt really, like, strange to me. Anna, what happened to you? It wasn't me. I actually hurt my boyfriend. What did you do, girl? 
Um, apparently, I rolled over and like really strongly kneed him in the lower back, and like he woke up with a dead leg. Oh, oh god. god! You get like a, like a nerve or something. Yeah, like a, yeah. a big corky, or like yeah, you literally got some yeah, nerve like damages. Corky, oh. and apparently he like told me, and I was just like, oh well, I went back to sleep and had no idea when he told me in the morning. Cool story, champ. Yeah, same thing happened to Tommy. I was like, oh well. Yeah. Bye. yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> and did you did you feel bad or did you you know you know you're asleep so you you gave yourself the benefit of the doubt? Um, when he told me in the morning, I felt sorry, but I kind of yeah got over it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true though. You have the ultimate sort of like situation. I wonder if anyone has well, ever killed someone in their sleep and been like, mm, well, I was asleep. I was asleep, bro. Tell someone who cares. I wonder though. Mees, what happened to you? Um. Well, I was walk. I sleepwalked. Yep. And when I was about seven, I walked into the door handle and broke my nose. Oh, oh wow. That's a way to wake up. <laughs> yeah. It did it wake you up or what? Like, what? Um, actually, it didn't. And I walked out to my mum and dad with a blood nose and they took me to the hospital. You would have looked like a like a ghost or a person from a horror <laughs> movie because half asleep like a zombie with blood coming from your face. Oh, God, that would have like, been terrifying. Yeah, half asleep, that's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, did people believe you? Because, like, it's always um, yeah. what I happens. I was asleep. Yeah, I was, like someone who gets in a fight and just goes, oh, yeah, no, I just sort of walked into a door. <laughs> well, um, a lot of people believe me because I do sleepwalk a lot. Of course. And I am pretty short, so it's not that hard for me to walk into the door handle. Yeah, especially if you were seven. <laughs> I wouldn't believe you, but I've looked at the heights and it seems to check out so uh, I'll I'll pay that one. Uh, Mies, thank you so much for sharing that with us and I hope all is well now. Are you still sleepwalking now? Yeah. Well, keep living the good how, life. How often do you, like is it every night? Um, like once or twice a week. Like I could just go out with to my mum and dad and sit down with them and talk to them and I'm asleep. What? Do you say amazing genius things or is it just general chit chat? It's just general. Yeah, when I worked, you know, I used to work at the dodgy motel and do the overnight shift. Yeah. So, because I was working late nights, I was like a a mess. So, I I got home and went to sleep and I got up and apparently, and I don't remember this, but mum said that I went into her room, like when I was like 18, I went into mum's room and I was like, we haven't done the wake up calls. We need to call them. We haven't done the wake up calls. Oh my God. And she's like, uh, are you asleep? And I was like, we need to, uh, yeah, I am. And then I just walked back and went to bed. It's amazing that you were conscious enough to say, yes, you were asleep. Oh, like, I think that woke me up. Oh, and then right. you kind of look around and go, what am I doing? Apparently I held at the moon when I was asleep once. Well, I've always called you a sexy little wolf. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Is this um, new thing that's come in? Well, they're putting a bill out there. The ACT government is basically tackling drink spiking with these new laws. So they're saying that anyone who's busted putting any sort of drugs or extra alcohol into someone's drink could face fines up to like $75,000 or prison time. And I sort of read this and go, wait a second, was this not a thing earlier? what was it before? Surely this was a, like, how is this a new bill? Yeah, the penalty of committing an offence of drink or food spiking under the new legislation is a fine of up to $75,000, five years imprisonment or both which uh, is a pretty significant punishment. And, what was uh, it before? So. Yeah, I have no idea. <sighs> Slap uh, on the wrist it shouldn't have been because it's very, very serious. Like, you've had your drink spiked. Yeah, I have. It was... Uh, I'll, People it, die from it. Yeah, it's full on. So I was probably 18 or 19, mm. and I it was a Saturday, and I went to see the Melbourne Storm play, mm. and we had sort of, you know, two beers or whatever at the at the game, and then after I went to a pub across the street in, in Melbourne. and And this is like... 101, but this was sort of when drink spiking, like, 
I don't want to say like just started. No, but, but like, I know what you mean. It was. So, it seems so dumb to say now, but I had to go to the bathroom, mm. and so I put. I just left my beer with my mates just on the table in the pub. And was it like at that time? I'm just trying to remember mm. back. Like, were people like, "Don't leave your drink," or was not that sort really. of not really? Well, that, just sort of at the time, but again, it was almost like, "Oh, but I'm a guy." Like, girls get their drink spiked oh, by guys. Like, guys don't get their drink right. spiked. And I left a beer. It was sort of on like a. What are those things above the fireplace? Like a mantelpiece mm-hmm. sort of thing? Like in one of those old kind of classic-y pub, whatever. Mm. So I just left it there, went to the bathroom, came back, finished my beer. And so I reckon in total over three or four hours of, of the game and then in the pub over three or four hours, I think I had three or four beers. So, so not a lot, really. Not a lot, no. And um, and about nine o'clock, I was a bit like, ooh, like it was sort of like, oh, another round? And I was like, oh, no, I think I'm all right. And they go, oh, geez, you've had a few, have you? And I went, oh, not really. Not really. And then I reckon about half an hour after that, I was out the front, like, on the ground, oh just, God. like, oh uncontrollable. God. And it literally just looks like you've had 30, 30 yeah. beers. And, and I, just throwing up. Yeah, and, and I think I got on Were you conscious? A, yeah, but I just... I, I remember I got on a train because I was just, like... I just got into that mode where I'm like, i got to get home. And because so, you thought you would, you'd had too many, right? Because you wouldn't have even, at that time, thought it was nah, drink spiking? Just, oh, but I was just a bit confused because I was like, oh, I don't think I drank that much, but I am. Yeah, I am gone. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I got on the train and to try and get home and I ended up just doing, like, waking up a few stations <gasps> later and just being, like, nowhere on the line I was supposed to be, just looking at the sign being like, oh, God. and waking up. Yeah, and, like, throwing up all over oh, the train and stuff. Like, it was gross. And then so I eventually And you're just, by yourself? Yeah, yeah. And then so I, like, crawled out of the train and just called my mate and I was like, oh, I'm at this station. He's like, what are you doing there? And I was like, I know, I tried to, whatever. And so he came and got me and then um, he took me home and he he sort of was like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry because you are just so, like, I just couldn't stop, like, throwing up out the car door and out the window and he goes, I was driving. Like, how much? You really, st- like, stomach bile yeah. and, like, it, whoa. Yeah, so I got home about 11 o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah. So still not even that late. And then I, I sort of came to about Monday Arvo. And then in the during in between on the Sunday, um, mum took me to a hospital mm-hmm. and to kind of go like, uh, is my son like alive? And they're like and and they said, Oh yeah, like you know, we just sort of said, Oh, he had a few beers and this and that and they go, Oh, well you can tell by this and that that they've like something's in his system and he's been poisoned. And um, oh. they said, Oh, you've if you hang around for an hour, we can run a test to see what it was and blah 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 blah. Um but the reality is we, we can't actually do anything. You just have to drink water and just ride it Go out. Go through it, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I don't want to sit here for an hour. But I sort of, years kind later, I wish I... know what it was. Yeah. Because was it actual, you know, poison or was it a drug? Yeah. And what was that drug? And, and then they just sort of went through the, like, and then they're like, the doctor, like, oh, so did you leave your drink unattended? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I just left it on the bar and went to the bathroom. And they're like, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? And I was like... And it seems dumb to say now, and it probably is dumb. But I was like, "Oh, like you just I'm never a would have thought it would happen to you." But I'm a guy. You. Like guys, like you, the, yeah. the 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 token story is some creepy guy spikes a young girl's drink. Like that's sort of like the stereotype. Yeah. And so you don't think that. And again, no one sort of. But I don't think anyone, like after. regardless of gender, ever thinks it will mm. happen to them. You know, no yeah. one goes like. But I but I understand yeah. what you're saying as yeah. well. Yeah. And so that was super strange, and uh, I was out of it. Like I felt awful for a week, and uh, I was like proper out for probably two or three Horrendous. days. I remember just seeing Dad on the Tuesday and he goes, you look green. Oh. Yeah. I would, I would be interested to know what was in it. Yeah, and and I'd be know. interested to know why someone did it as well. Like, that's what I always think when I read these stories. Mm. You know, so-and-so had, you know, and I've had so many friends who've had, had this situation mm. happen to them and I'm always like, what is the intention of the other person? Yeah, well, I, I think it is. 
and again, it's like the stereotype, but that if the girl like is like so drunk, she, oh, and then you can right. kind of take them home or whatever. Yeah, okay. But the weird thing for me is that I, I, it wasn't like someone was like, oh, so hey, hey, like there was no like sort of follow up. So again, someone would have just gone bang, and for all I know, they saw me outside and just laughed, oh or like God, what I don't a know, gross human being who would yeah. find that of entertainment. But um. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to think that probably 10 years after that happened to me that now we're getting a law that says, oh, by the way, yeah, no, we, we shouldn't do that. And I wonder how they police it as well, you know? So I guess it's if you see it, it's you report to, it. But yeah, it's I mean, you're going to have to get footage on your phone. Yeah, but just think every time you, your mate gets a drink for you, they're like, is that your drink? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah, real hard to... you just got to be really mindful of mm. it. All right, well, hopefully that, that, that bill's been put in by Gordon Ramsay, so hopefully that uh, comes through, but it looks like it will. So, P.S., well, every time you see Gordon, Gordon Ramsay... Gordon Ramsay, going, all right, see him here now. Yeah, it's interesting, and they've yeah. gone with a chef Put my bill through, or I'll call you a S sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 13.10.60, what have you changed for your partner? I met this incredible woman the other day who has changed her religion. She was actually an atheist, and, and now she is a Muslim, and her husband's Muslim, and she was like, that's just a decision I made so I can stay with the man I love, and I thought that's a massive thing to change, and she's got to learn all these things. And we're wondering what you've changed for your partner. Hey, Ella... Hey, how's it going? Good. You know, all I want to sing is Ella. Eh, eh. Yeah. Do people do that all the time? <laughs> yeah, that's my work, mate. Uh, good, well, good. Um, tell them I'm on board. Ella, what have you? Is it you that changed for your partner, or your partner changed for you? Yeah, it is me who changed for my partner. What did you change? Yep. So we met on Tinder in December. Mm-hmm. And then in about May this year, he said, Oh, I've got to move. Um, would you like to come with me? And I said yes, and we've moved from Brisbane to Canberra here. Oh, wow. wow. Well, welcome. It's How's the winter cooler? going for you? <laughs> um, we moved on the weekend when it was minus seven. Yeah. So. Oh, that was the worst weekend. <laughs> I bet you were like, <laughs> I don't know about this. It's yeah. freezing. And, and so you moved with someone just less than a year after meeting them on Tinder. That's like a, a pretty big step. Are you, are you standing by it, Ella? Yeah, absolutely. I saw potential in him, so I thought, why not take the risk? Yeah, it's Good worth it. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Let's go to Tara. Tara, what did you change? Um, I changed my religion. So I was raised as a Christian and changed my religion to Hindu for my husband. Wow. Right. Yeah. I think this must be more common than what I realised, Tara. Because, like, when I heard this lady tell her story, I was like, whoa. Like, I thought it was so, like, I, I just thought it was, like, one in a million. So was it a really easy decision for you to make or did you really have to sit and think about it for a long time? Well, I went to India when we first got married and just experiencing the culture and how important their religion was to them. Yeah. I just thought when we have children, it's just going to be much easier and I quite enjoy it. All the all the ceremonies and rituals that they do, so it was an easy decision for me. So, what do your parents and your family like? Did you have kind of have to sit them down and explain this is why, and and how did they respond to that? Um, at first, they were a bit taken back, but once I explained to them, you know, I'm thinking about the future when we have children, like it's going to be a bit confusing. Um, they were very happy as long as I was happy and my husband was happy. That's all that mattered to them. So, yeah. and was it like uh, this lady I met? Was it, is, it, is it a really long process? Do you have to like? Surely you can't just walk in one day and be like, "I'm Hindu." Like, did you have to go through a long procedure? Yeah. So I just went into the temple and um, explained to the panditji, which is a priest, that I wanted to change to be a Hindu, and he just did a little ceremony. And then from then on, I just don't eat beef. Wow. Um, we go to the temple regularly, and we participate in all the religious festivals. Girl, that is a really cool story. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, good on you, Tara. It yeah. sounds like you guys are going to be real happy. That's Plus, awesome. that's huge. Those Indian weddings. Oh my gosh, I'm desperate to go to one. Yeah. Yeah, they go over like eight days, Ooh. and the colours, you know, the beautiful Indian, yeah. all the beautiful yep. costumes, and they, <gasps> all the jewels. Um, let's finish with Belle. Uh, is it you who's made a change, Belle? Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. No, it was actually my hubby. So um, we unfortunately lost a child um, just over two years ago to a heart condition. And he didn't want to have any more children. He was really frightened that it may happen again. So we went through IVF and, and we now have a seven-month-old beautiful baby boy. Oh, um, and he awesome. decided to totally give up his work as a general manager in a really big company to be a stay-at-home dad. Oh, wow. What a that legend. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, and we moved from Sydney to Canberra um, just over four months ago. So we didn't know anyone in Canberra. We moved for my job. Mm-hmm. So he moved away from his friends and family. He's known all his life to become a stay-at-home dad so I can work down here. Well, so he's all changed right. a, yeah. a few yeah, things. Yeah, that's, and that's only, what, just a few years after he was like, I, I don't want to have kids. Yeah, so we'd only circle. been together for five years and he just changed his whole life in the last two years for and me. How, how is he now? Would you, is he, like, a lot happier? Like, is he loving it? Yes. So he used to come home, you know, he didn't really like his job very much, but it was a really big company and um, he had a lot of friends there. Mm. Now he just, he sends me selfies every day with our seven-month-old. He's just the best. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's such a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Bella, and and thank you for joining us here in Canberra. Thank you. (laughs) And it is hard to find, friends, girl. I've got some apps for you. (laughs) Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Now let's talk about the beer economy. The beer economy. Now, wait uh, a second. Can we just stop down? Because Maddie has just bought you in a coffee. Are you kidding? Maddie, you don't have to do that for him. He does. Oh, oh. Well, I you're right, Tanya. <laughs> I don't, especially with that attitude. But we're all friends in here, Tan. Okay. I offered you one. Yeah. I said no, but I'd take a biscuit. Oh, well, I'll be back. No, we'll, <laughs> I'm no go now. We'll wait. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll wait. All right, beer economy. So it's when you pay a mate for a favour in beers or if a mate's like, oh, can you come around? And uh, it's usually sort of a tradey sort of thing. Yeah, like, yes. oh, my mate's a sparky. Can you just come help me this? I'll, uh, you know, I'll put some beers Slide. on. I'll put some beers on. Mm. Uh, well, here's a little insight into how Hit 104.7 uses the beer economy to help this station run. Now, I'd yep. like to introduce you to a few people. Uh, first of all, uh, you may, this is a familiar voice. Hit 104.7 traffic. We hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Funny, too, like a tell. That's my old roommate. I used to live with that guy. That's Redders who voiced oh, that. Oh, Matty. Yeah, Matt. so uh, Matt Red- when we, we started here, yeah, Redders, and they said, oh, does anyone know who's got an all right voice? Because I think they were done with the, and now it's time for the traffic. They're like, we got a casual dude. And I was like, well, I live with the most casual, cruisy dude ever. He thinks he's Chet Faker. And <laughs> um, and then... Hit <laughs> 104.7 traffic. So we send that guy a case of 4X gold every month. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were paying him. Absolutely not. He Are will not see a dime out of us. <laughs> I think now after he did all of last year, now we're like, oh, we, we probably should pay that guy. And I think we've got him on the payroll. But for a year, he was doing all those little things for a case of Forex gold oh. each month. I mean, and Forex. Well, really? He, no, one he, of the great he, drops. No, we, we, <laughs> really? One of the great drops. But he, um, Wouldn't he have gone like No, we, no, we said, what, what, do you, what do you want? And he's like, yeah, no, I'll go some Forex. What? Um, also. Who wants a mid-strength? Just ever. When I, 
Yeah, that's a fair call. Um, when I lived in Western Australia, um, I used to watch the footy with this guy. He sort of had the big screen and he's mm. like, oh, I'll come around. Mm. And his name's Leachy and he was a ripping bloke and uh, he's just a bit of a character. And so when we were going to go rim Canberra and we went, oh, let's get a bit of a character. You know, this hit 104.7 is hitting the road. Yeah. That's just some guy I used to just sink beers with and watch, watch the footy with. And I was like, oh, I've got a guy who can do a voice. And what, is he working off Forex as well? No, no, he's a James Squire man. We said, <laughs> what? But still beer. Yeah, okay, okay, what's, what do you want? And then James Squire, and I think he even put a request for some mild turkey, and we said, drink your James Squire and shut your goddamn mouth. Um, are you kidding? No, that's that's legit. Yeah. So if, I've got ah, a, if any of my bleachy, mates are after some cans and you've got a funky voice, message me on Facebook. Now, um, in Perth, there's this Facebook group called the Perth Beer Economy. It has 110,000 members in it. Whoa. And what happens is people just post like, oh, uh, I need help paving my driveway. Uh, and, then, and then I see the guy respond goes, oh, yeah, I'm free Saturday, uh, two hours. Of, I've got a couple spare hours. I'll do it for a couple of six packs. And he's like, yep, righto. And it's this whole Facebook group that are tradies. So it's like, not money, it's beer. It's beer. <gasps> it's a beer economy. That's actually really cool. Yeah, and I thought, well, Perth's got 100,000 people in this group. I'm like, I'm we need to have one in Canberra. Okay, okay. the I've Canberra got this, beer economy. I've got this, have you heard me whinging about the garage door at my house? It's I mean, up and down, it's dancing around, it's, it's going crazy. So um, I was like, oh, so I searched for Canberra beer economy. and uh, Does it exist? It does exist. <gasps> it does exist. Uh, um, oh, it did exist. Let me just uh, pull it up here. Um, Canberra beer economy. Oh, yeah, it does. Now, Tanya, Facebook expert, can you tell me, if, would you describe this as a hive of activity? <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, considering 10 people like it and 11 people follow it, one person's lost interest already. Yeah, so I, I posted on there yesterday, hey, guys, uh, how many bruises are going to cost me to get my garage door fixed? <laughs> um, the comment has yet to be approved and no one has updated the page since June 15, 2016. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So can Maybe. I just say, whoever owns the Canberra Beer Economy page, if you could just fire that up, or 131060, how many cans is it going to cost me to get my garage door fixed? I'll take either of those calls. You can call hire a hubby. They'll do it. For what? Money. So old school, mate. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Right now, 13, 10, 60, we want to talk your road trip horror stories. We are going on the rimming of Canberra next week. Bungendore, then up to Gunning, then Yass, Yass Braidwood Braid, and... Braid, Breadbow, then Braidwood. Yes, I've said it about a thousand times in the last week and that's the first time I've stuffed it up, but we're going everywhere. But it's only just occurred to us that... We've been thinking about the towns and the locations and what we're doing, but we've just realised we're going to be on the road for so Like, we'll actually be spending the majority of our week in the car. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to shower next week, Tan? I can't promise anything. Ah. <laughs> no, of course, obviously. It's just because I don't shower in the morning doesn't mean I don't shower. I shower at night. Well, we spend time together in the morning, so if you could be somewhat... Uh... I put a lot of deodorant on. I'm rocking mum at the moment. You remember yeah. mum? Oh, Do you remember mum? It's better than the Lynx Africa phase you went through in April. <laughs> um, but we want to know your road trip horror stories. Uh, let's go to Callum and Bruce. What's yours, mate? Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. Good. Thanks. What happened, Cal? Yeah, so about four years ago, um, I started seeing my now partner, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to meet her friends by going on a road trip up to Queensland and back to go to the, um, the theme park. That's a big test. All together? Yeah, all together. Um, it went on. fine up until the, the last night where the night before we had to drive back to Melbourne, I got some nasty food poisoning. Oh, in a small mm-hmm. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. righto. Um, and basically every bump in the road on the way back was a testing moment. Um, <laughs> it was really scary. Uh, I managed to, to make it okay, but it probably would have been about a, a four or five night drive turned it into about two weeks. 
Oh, what? Because you just have to keep stopping, stopping every half hour. Oh, oh god! Poor thing. And and it's so embarrassing when you're just meeting people and you're like, can you can can you just pull over up here? And they go, didn't you just go? And you're like, yeah, but I just. <laughs> Surely they understood though, but like I know what you mean when you're like trying to meet people and trying to be like the best trying version to be cool. of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just pooping along all over the place. Uh, let's <laughs> head out to collector Rachel. Uh, what happened to you? Um, well, me and my best friend, we were actually went to Bondi Beach for the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, we decided to go back to the hotel in the afternoon. Went through Lane Cove Tunnel. And as we were going halfway through, our car actually broke down in the tunnel. In the tunnel. Oh, and the, the, in the, the tunnel. The Sydney tunnels and streets are like the worst at the best of times. And then getting in a tunnel. Like, what do you do? Do you actually. Like, there's those like, weird little phones every couple of hundred oh, metres. Yeah. Someone's actually used them? Yeah, well, well, we managed to like get the car into the emergency section on the left hand side. And we had to call the number inside the. Like, there was a number on the wall inside the tunnel. And because um, they've got cameras all in there, so they could see us. And then the tow truck had to stop all the traffic in the tunnel to tow us out. Oh, and you're just sitting there so with, you with your head down and your hand up, just going, "Sorry, mm. <laughs> sorry, soz, soz." Uh, Devlin, let's finish with you. What happened with your road trip horror story? Um, I remember what been a couple of years ago now, driving up to Sydney, and by the time we got into the city. Um, like we were, like in the city, my dad had a huntsman spider crawling up his leg. Mm-mm. Uh, uh, Mm-mm. And when I was around his shin, he was like, okay, but then it crawled up into his shorts leg. Is he driving? He's driving, yes. Oh. He's the driver. So he can't just sort of like shake it out, oh like God. he's got to concentrate no, on the road. No, he was driving, so he's pulled like just off into like a slight little back street area, dumped out of the car in the middle of the street, dropped his shorts. <laughs> Just try to get the huntsman out of his legs. Just try to, sh- to shake it out. <laughs> yeah, but he's, had, he's in the street with, like, pants down around his ankle, like, stepped <laughs> out of him trying to, like, shake the spider off. You know what? In Sydney, probably no one looked yeah. around because they were like, oh, standard oh, fair. Yeah. That's uh, about right. Uh, Mardi Gras celebrations. Uh, <laughs> someone's just doing the twist. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Um, how do you spell Disney News? D-I-S-N-E-Y. Good. Good. Good work. Good to um, see we're prepped for this. We're doing Disney news. I'm really excited. I've got the best Disney news I've ever had, and you're not even ready. Well, I am ready. I'm so ready. I'm more ready than you want me to be, surprisingly. Uh, we'll get to the 8.30 news in a second, but okay, finally we're ready to go here. Let it go. So how this works is that Tanya gets to deliver the Disney news that she claims everyone actually cares about. They do. And we just set a little challenge and say, look, we're happy to hear the Disney news if you're happy to do something for us. Okay, well, what is it this week? Uh, just a slight... So there's no crocodiles in the studio like last oh. week. Um, there's no chilies. Yeah, um, good. But what there is is uh, my little friend here. No, what, uh, what? Let me just pick this up, which is... How would you describe this, oh, Tanya Hennessy? He's got an air horn. <laughs> I've got an air horn. Let me just give it a little, little test, a little. Oh. Okay. This okay. Is, I, now here's the deal. Yeah. You can say anything you like, and I'm gonna not press this air horn. However, if you say a word that has an E or an S in it, when I hear the E or the S, I will fire off the horn. Brian, Maddie, oh, I'm not gonna get through anything. How do you spell anything? Oh no, that's fine. Ooh. Okay. All right. Ooh. That's E W. You said. Okay. So if there's here's an the E. Disney news. <laughs> if you want to go on the coolest pub 
crawl ever. It's in Sydney. <laughs> Ticket. There's both an S and an E. Oh. Are $15, which includes... Are you even trying to avoid the E's or the S's? <laughs> no, I just want to do my Disney news. Okay, it includes... <laughs> Ryan, this is probably really annoying people in their cars. <laughs> Quiz questions. <laughs> There's no need for two. Yeah, questions has an E and an S. Oh, there's going to be a uh, sing-along venue. <laughs> Prizes for best dress. <laughs> and it includes... For the benefit of camera, I'm stopping this segment. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Do you ever see people like at airports or hotels that just look really fancy and like they've got their life together and you're like, how? You're travelling. You're travelling. You Do you ever see them? A, a dishevelled mess. Right? If I see someone in leggings, a hoodie and Ugg boots at an airport, I'm mm. like, yes. Yep. If I see someone in heels, they look really put together, like a fake eyelash, like amazing hair. I'm always like, how? How do you look so perfect? Because when I'm tired, I, I'm like sausage roll crumbs everywhere. Yep. My hair's half out. Like my eyelids stuck down because I've like got sleep in my eye. Like I'm just a mess all the time. And I've been mm-hmm. flying and I've been traveling heaps. And I just have never been more exhausted in my life. And mm-hmm. I, I know I don't look great. And I feel like I'm you hanging on by a no, thread. You look great. You look great. To be completely honest. That, but, that, um, that jumper does look comfy. Yeah, I know. I'm just. I'm no, you look good. Shut up. You're beautiful when you're comfortable. Oh God. Comfort anyway. is the new sexy. <laughs> it really isn't. Tom looked at me this morning. He's like, really? And it's like 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. Actually, and he still has time to open one eye and make a judgment <laughs> on what I'm wearing. I don't need two eyes to judge this. <laughs> so I just peer over. Are you serious, mate? <laughs> but no, I've been I've been in hotels and I got put up. And believe me, I didn't pay for this. Someone else did at mm-hmm. the Sheridan in Sydney. Right. He- 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 Evan. Yep. But. I'm so tired that I feel like I didn't really enjoy the experience. Like, I'm just too tired to go, oh, wow, this is really delightful. Like, I got in the shower at night mm-hmm. and just got whatever the, the creams and, you know, whatever to wash my hair, put it in, put it on. Yeah. I later realised in my exhaustion that I'd actually washed my hair with body gel and then ah. conditioned my hair with lotion. <laughs> and A what, body lotion. Uh, someone, I don't, like, what, so what happens to your hair? Like, what's the, diff, what's the result? Nothing Is, really. Like, yeah? the, the body gel did not a bad job, if I'm right. completely honest with you. And you had a you. really uh, linksy peppermint musk about the uh, <laughs> About the, the uh, conditioner. But yeah. it was really strange because I was like, oh, what's going on? Uh, you know, because it wasn't, uh, wasn't yeah. going into the hair. And that was the moment. Moment that I went, oh, this is the bloody lotion. I've got to start this again. <laughs> and I was just so like over it. And then I got to the airport mm. and they gave me, I got a coffee and a water. And, yep. you know, normally you'd go, okay, water in the handbag. I'm going to hold onto the hot coffee. Yep. Nope, other way around. <laughs> Held the water, chucked the, you know, coffee in the handbag. It slipped over. I've got soy milk everywhere. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? It smells. And I don't have time that, to get to a new that bag. Ba- yeah, that bag's done, right? No, I'm still going with it. I just don't <laughs> care. You know, like I'm tired to a point of like, I just don't even care anymore. Yep. And then I was like, doesn't matter. I'm going to get on this plane and I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I sit down and I'm like, yes, no one's going to sit next to me. Don't you reckon that's like one of the biggest joys in life? Yeah, there's no one there and you go, yep, I'm going to sleep right across these yes. three seats and no one's going to stop me. Exactly, and I sit down and the world's most talkative man sits down and goes, <laughs> how are you? How's your day today? And I was like, mate, I wash my hair with yep. lotion. Get away. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> Hit 104.7.